0: I'm not going to say it just yet, but Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, Chris Hayes.
1: Yeah, it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> happy Happy Thanksgiving month, everybody.
0: <laughs> that if uh, if that doesn't uh, introduce you to what we're going to talk about today, have some fun. Uh, then absolutely nothing. We'll welcome theology in the dirt. Where we make it our aim to practice uh, our theology in the public square of our homes, our city and our world. And we're coming to you from the worldwide headquarters of global impact international restoration Rome, where we engage our city and put our theology into practice and in not just words, but in action. And so we're pleased to be coming to you from here and we're pleased to be wrestling through our theology and practice. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun and maybe it's not so much a theology as much as it is having some fun, but we're going to, we're going to. Chris and I are getting our top five reasons apiece. Uh, well here's what I've titled mine Top five reasons why we can and should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. And I'm sure Chris is a you know it might be his might be why we should celebrate Thanksgiving before we even think about Christmas right on <laughs> but we've been uh, we've been tackling some pretty heavy stuff when we talk about emotionally healthy discipleship and, and as we transition to some uh, new stuff and we continue to wrestle through things but also coming into the holiday season uh we want to lighten things up today a little bit and have a little fun because uh it kind of just came up I'm I'm a Christmas guy I love Christmas all the time and and I get backlash from people who are serious about their Thanksgiving
1: well I mean I th- I think first of all let's, let's say that Liking Thanksgiving first and celebrating that in order is not a lack of loving Christmas. Cause I love Christmas too. And we'll get into the reasons why, you know, the Lord believes that we should do Thanksgiving first.
0: (laughs) Man, that's a shot across the bow early, man.
1: (laughs) I warned, I warned Mitch this, we've been talking about this topic for a couple of weeks and he's been talking a little trash about his, about his five things. And I said, be careful talking trash to a visionary. Who's also a creative and a musician and, he decided last night to text me and be like, man, my top five is pretty epic. And the competitor that I am was like, we'll uh, see about that.
0: Dude, listen, man, I hear a knock on the door this morning. It's raining outside. It's raining. It's raining. Like the remnants of Hurricane whatever is coming up through Georgia. And I go out, and, and Chris has his guitar case. Dude, dude's bringing out all the guns, man. Yeah, so Not like
1: Desperado, the movie. It's not. There's right. no ammunition
0: yeah. in there, but... That guitar is coming off pretty strong though man. It sounds like you're bringing the heat up in here so we're we're gonna have a little bit of a I have a feeling Chris is going to surprise us with the... man I hope my list is more epic than I thought it was the the band brought a guitar so uh before we jump right in let's get to a little breaking news. Man, Chris, I don't know if it's because I just have a serious bent in me somewhere. I don't know what my deal is, but uh, when I'm looking at news, it's hard for me to find happy news. I guess my default bent to news, maybe it's just the cycle of news, but I was scanning some websites, and um, I saw an article on Fox News, and it said Twitter erupts over CBS's The Good Fight finale, which has character accused DeSantis of being sex offender. And uh, then it reminded me, when I was teaching – uh, I had a, a course in Christian apologetics, and, and one of the um, one of the things I was introduced a course with was Courtney Love, who is, um, I like pop culture. I like a lot of music. As you can tell, listening to this podcast, I don't think we've used a Christian song as an intro or exit yet. I love all kinds of music, very eclectic music, and I like Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Love, who is the ex of Kurt Cobain, um, made a statement one time and it absolutely blew my mind. I used this to introduce the course where she said she felt like it was her responsibility to impose her worldview on people through the art of music and, and, and her medium. And it always makes me think that, you know, art used to imitate life. That's kind of the history of art, you know, art imitated life. You look at the greats in history and art depicted other things in life. Um, there's been a transition where arts and entertainment no longer depict life. They are now um, hyperboles that come from life that then turn around and seek to impose ideas on people. So that's why entertainment's never benign. There's no such thing as entertainment unless you choose your entertainment carefully. That's just entertainment. Um, even, you know, I don't know if you realize, the, the word amuse amusement. Is a uh, means ah muse. It means to not think. Musing is thinking. Ah, muse means to stop thinking. So amusement used to mean that it was a time to disengage your mind and rest your mind and do something different to rest your mind. Ah, amusement, um, entertainment, similar, but you can't do that anymore. And and in this uh, episode of the Good Fight, a very flamboyant gay character. Um, now this again, this is. This is not real life. This is a TV show called The Good Fight. Accuses current sitting and current just winning Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican of Florida, of sexual abuse. And the whole thing works itself out where they discover this person is lying and not telling the truth. But the unfortunate thing is this is far too close to A nefarious attempt to affect people's mentality. It smells like that. Like, if you're going to tell this story, fine, tell the story. You're making up some kind of story, tell a story, make your TV show. But why do you have to use a real current sitting governor? Why do you choose a governor of a different state that has a different political bent? Why do you choose this one? And it just starts bringing up questions. And so, there's no such thing as watching television and not having it affect your thinking or have to at least be aware. Of what's going on. And so that's posted on Fox News this morning. And just man, be aware what you listen to and what you watch. Because it is never benign. Courtney Love said it. She's right. Um, Even on this podcast, we intend to put our worldview into digital media. We're not saying benign things. We're bent toward Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We believe the Bible is going to come out in everything we say. And so, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got it We. Trying to push political agendas wrapped in chocolate candy and, and in entertainment is just becoming more and more prevalent, and it's kind of gross. Like, I don't want to watch a made-up TV show that's trying to very blatantly right. skew my way of thinking about things. Yeah, that's and, right. And it's it's not surprising since most of that's done in New York or California, and or by people who are... You know, from those places, even in Georgia, you know, does a lot of film and TV now, but right. you're still dealing with a lot of Hollywood personalities who lean a certain way, and it's very obvious, and down to the writing, and yeah. it's just, it's, yeah, it's just slimy, I don't know if the better word, it's it's very, used car salesman-y, yeah. and, I mean, it just needs
0: to stop. Yeah, just, just make good television, like Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick, one of the best movies I have ever seen, and it didn't push a political agenda, it was pro-America, it was patriotic. There was no sex in it. There, The the cursing was minimal. It was an appropriate place to put some cursing in the dang movie. I mean, it, that's going to happen. if. In, it, it was a great it was. movie. Refreshing. Yeah, it was refreshing. It was made by Tom Cruise, and it's like one of the highest grossing movies. I think it's the highest one he's ever done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll just say more thumbs up to good stuff like that. For sure. All right, I'm gonna um, get off my soapbox before I get on my soapbox of Christmas. You got any news?
1: I do, and and uh, you know, while I'm glad Kemp won Georgia, and I'm extremely relieved Stacey Abrams won't be in charge, but I I get nauseous whoop whoop. thinking about having to watch another month's worth of political ads till the Senate runoff. Oh. That's just
0: just it's like nails on chalkboard in my soul. Uh, <laughs> um, why can't they give us better candidates?
1: Yes. So, with that said, I need a break from politics. So I'm going <laughs> another direction this morning. Please. Um, so I'm a big time movie buff. Like I love movies. You just you just mentioned one perfect segue. Um, and so I feel like you know end of the year is usually a good time for movies. So let's give the folks some ideas of what's coming up uh, and what's about to come out. Um, first off, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever comes out November 11th. First one was an amazing. I, I love the Marvel yeah. universe. Just about all of it. I. I think there's a couple of like the Disney Plus shows I haven't seen yet, but I've seen most of those in all the movies, of course, and so right. that's going to be good. Uh, Tom Hanks' this new movie, A Man Called Otto, comes out December 14th, and then the highly anticipated second Avatar movie, The Way of Water, comes out December 16th, and that's going to be interesting because they it's been, what, 10 years probably, close to yeah. that? since I don't remember what year the first one came out, but it's been a long time. It's been a while. Um, and that obviously Avatar, one of the highest, it might be the highest grossing um, Box office movie of all time. It's it's in the top three. Really? Uh huh. Along, wow. I think Return of the King and Titanic and Avatar and there's one or two others that are in that like top five. I had no clue. Man. Um, did really well. So they and they made they made two and three back to back. So two comes out this December. I think number three comes out the next one. And then James Cameron was like, "We'll see how these do. I'm not going to make a fourth one unless these do well." Wow. And then there's some a few others to look forward to amongst um, those three are, but also uh, Shazam two. Glass Onion, which is part of the Knives Out series with Daniel Craig, Knives Out was really good. Awesome movie. So Glass Onion is part of that. He's in this one again. Okay. Uh, Night at the Museum Four, and it has a different title. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. So com- yeah. That comes out next month. Does um, it movie. got Ben
0: Stiller? Is Stiller? In I,
1: it? I didn't. I should have checked on that. I'm not sure. I would assume so, but probably you know how those, those things go when you start making more. Those eventually. movies are of epic renown. in the Jolly Household with the Jolly Boys from the first time. Very underrated. Yeah. The whole, those first three. Yeah. Uh, The Whale with Brendan Fraser. So he's making a comeback. He hasn't done much, you know, the guy from the mummy. Yeah. Um, A movie called Babylon, White Noise. And then Guillermo del Toro is doing an animated adaptation of Pinocchio that looks kind of creepy, but (laughs) more like, I guess, like, along the lines of, like, not in the way of animation to Nightmare Before Christmas, but more kind of a darker Mm -hmm. bent, it looks like, towards it. Um, Right. The Pinocchio remake was not very good, in my opinion. The really? The real-life Disney one. I haven't seen it. It's not terrible, but it's not... A lot of those just haven't been as good as I had hoped for. Some of them have been, but... Right. Um, right. Yeah, you know, that's what you do. It's hard to remake classics.
0: It is. It really is. I will say that the the uh, real-person remake of Aladdin with um, Will Smith as uh, the genie, dude, that was freaking awesome. Yeah.
1: that he. It's. I was like... Will Smith of the Genie and especially you, look who you're replacing. I mean, Robin Williams is the right. goat or one of the goats of right. comedy mm-hmm. and of voice acting and all those things. And I thought Will Smith did really well.
0: Yeah, I did. I was I was highly impressed because it yeah, you're right. Robin Williams is something special and Will Smith had to do a heck of a job. And I felt like he did a really, really good job. Yeah. On that. All right, man, that's good stuff. But you know what time it is. Big voice. Gentlemen,
1: may I have your attention please. It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10 9.
0: Thank you, Big Voice. We appreciate the introduction. You're my man. That music reminds me. You
1: remember the show "Minute to Win It"? Yes, that's what that that music behind him counting down reminds oh, me yeah. of when they used to do those games. I wonder that if it was, was a Big cool
0: Voice show. who did that, wrote that piece for them. It's possible. Could be. He might be the guy. Man, what a, what a pleasure to have someone of that renown do our intro. We're like, big league up in here. We're big league. I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored. All right, so I, I would imagine this title needs to. Probably it's skewed because I wrote it. Top five reasons we can and should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. What what would you title today's top five that we have?
1: I mean, it's a competing. My top five is the you know top five reasons not to celebrate Christmas early. <laughs> okay. So right. we can work those together to come up yeah. with a better fluid yeah. podcast topic title. I, but I don't
0: think it's fair to put my title up there when we post this one.
1: No, but since I post them, I can kind of (laughs) have (laughs) – I won't be doing that. So we'll come up with something better to put on there. You're going to be
0: coming up with something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have to meet the middle on this one. All right, listen, I'm going to – I'll go first. We're going to go back and forth here. And um, I get, I told Chris and and you guys can be the judge of this. I feel like mine get better as they go. My first one is pretty weak, but I really wanted to do this. Like I didn't want to go back and edit it. I really, I honestly put a lot of thought into this. And as I started putting them down, I real I, and I knew my first one wasn't great. But I feel like they get better as we go. And so I'm gonna throw my first one out there. I'm just confessing that early that this one's a little weak. It lacks substance. But here we go. Okay. Number one, thought five reasons. We can't should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is great and all, but it just lacks shine. Listen, man, the colors are brown and brown and maybe a yellow. There are no lights associated with Thanksgiving. Nobody's stringing lights. We have lights for Halloween, which is weird, orange lights, but hey. And and there are no lights associated with Thanksgiving. Maybe we can come up with some brown lights. There's no tinsel around Thanksgiving just lacks external shine, completely surface level, no substance whatsoever. But when I think Thanksgiving, I don't think shiny bright pretty things. That's my number one reason. I'll be honest, do you actually even use tinsel? No. Okay. So just I like to see tinsel and other things though. Okay, fair enough. So <laughs> it, tinsel just is
1: messy. If your world is bright, you don't need to be lit up. Oh my and thankfulness. I'm just oh saying my all right. that's, that's amazing. I'm gonna go actually in reverse <laughs> order of my of way I typed them up. Oh okay. Uh, I'll right. start with kind of one of my lesser okay. ones. But okay. so number one for me, fall is arguably the best season of the year. The weather's amazing. I'll be in Georgia. We tend to see all four seasons in every month somehow. Uh, the colors are changing. There's happiness in the air, which I realize also happens at Christmas, but it's it's different. In fall, that happiness is calming and relaxing. Things seem to slow down. When we start celebrating Christmas early, we immediately start to miss out on all those wonderful aspects of fall and try to force winter. But, but why? Like the beauty of the seasons, what reminds us to be thankful, to slow down, embrace our blessings, enjoy time with family, watch football, get outside, so many other emotions and feelings associated with it. And the year already goes by so fast. Why even start thinking about Christmas early? It just brings feelings of anxiety and stress and chaos and worry on top of everything else that's moving too fast in our culture.
0: Hmm. it's pretty good I mean it's, got, I mean it's got some pretty good merit to it but you know I mean yeah everybody loves fall but what does fall have to do with Thanksgiving innately? Thanksgiving is the crux of fall it's the I got you fall. the crux of fall you know well I mean it, Thanksgiving first happened up in New England in the northeast and my hunch is it was already snowing but that's okay A little bit of snow, okay. Maybe a little bit of snow. A little bit of snow with some orange and yellow and red leaves still on the tree would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. If we could pull that off.
1: Reese's Pieces, officially the color of fall, or candy of fall, right? Because it's brown, orange, and yellow. So is candy corn, but that's disgusting.
0: No, it's not. That's gonna be a top. We're gonna to have to do a candy top, whatever, because okay. candy corn is not. So Mitch likes to eat earwax. Perfect. Just all I need to know. <laughs> all right, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two is this. This one, this one I'm going substance. I'm going heavy substance right here. Thanksgiving has no express impact on what theological orthodoxy is. Therefore, it is subservient to Christmas, which asserts the deity of Jesus, the humanity of Jesus, the eternity of Jesus and the event that brought about the end of all things the day of the lord and set about the last days whereby we wait eagerly for his second coming boom
1: theologically inaccurate but uh well I, I, that's fine did, did you say theologically inaccurate thanksgiving is is biblical and that's actually my number 2 is because the bible says so so, wow! Sort of. Let me let me explain why. Okay. In Ecclesiastes three says there is a season for everything. Isaiah forty thirty one says, "But they who wait for the Lord, wait for his coming, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. And they shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint." We 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 get that in remember the Titans, a season a movie about football which takes place in the fall. Just right. saying. That's that's right. that's the uh, theological and movie reference there. Yeah. Psalms twenty seven, thirteen and fourteen says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. We've got to wait on them. We don't need to rush him in here. Little baby Jesus doesn't need to be premature. <laughs> We gotta wait. Romans 12, 2. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you may prove what the will of the God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. The world says celebrate Christmas early. They always decorate early Walmart up in there. Don't. Don't be conformed to the world, Mitch. Have your own um, own feelings and thoughts. We don't have to conform to what the world tells us that we have to celebrate Christmas early. Uh-huh. And finally, First Thessalonians five says, "Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks throughout all November." For this is God's will for you <laughs> And Christ Jesus. CSV, Chris's standard version.
0: Chris's standard. I was going to say there was a, there was some there I didn't recognize that Chris's standard version. I got you. So so what you're saying is all those passages. You're making an application. You're applying those passages to the seasons um the season that we're currently in is that correct these are at, what you're saying is those passages don't mean those things you're just applying them that's, that's correct case. okay i got you i got you i mean i i guess you could do that you could it does say those I mean, words i added to November end you did. to you one did. of
1: them but the rest of my was actually what they say
0: i mean kenneth copeland says things too but um but uh, I mean, that's not bad. I'll give you that. I mean, you're just trying to work inside the season, man, not rush something in and give thanks. And, and and to be fair, to be clear, that's going to be kind of a trend through most of my reasons. I got you. Okay, all right. I got you. All right. Well, hey, one of the things we'll invite you guys to do is you're welcome to send us an email and tell us who is more convincing. That'd yeah. be awesome. We could read your emails on air, which would be awesome. If yeah. you could come it's up with C H R I S. <laughs> chris yes all right here's my here's my number three and this was probably gonna make all some right. people really upset turkey which is a thanksgiving meat is inferior to ham which is a christmas meat and therefore thus relegating thanksgiving to a lesser holiday and thus able to be superseded by christmas listen turkey i'll eat it i'll eat anything i'm not picky but you have to do so much to make turkey decent that um, that it's almost not worth it. Therefore, ham being a Christmas meat, it just is. Like, I mean, the truth of the matter is a honey-baked ham at Christmas screams to me, God loves me and has an absolutely wonderful plan for my life. And I can do my own honey-baked ham at the house uh, is a Christmas meat. And it's superior to turkey. Therefore... Christmas supersedes Thanksgiving as a holiday. Now, listen, I, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying we shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm all for Thanksgiving. We celebrate it. I just think we can celebrate it while we're also enjoying the Christmas season early and have ham.
1: So will you be having honey baked ham before Thanksgiving?
0: Unfortunately, the rest of my family and extended family try to do the traditional Thanksgiving food, which by and large is not my favorite food on the planet. It's. I think it's inferior. Except... The way my mom made dressing, and I make dressing like my mom made dressing. My sisters make it that way, and you don't buy it in a box. you got to make your own cornbread. It's cornbread dressing, and it has, has to be moist and baked in the oven, crispy on top, moist all the way through. That's the only thing redeeming about Thanksgiving to me. Everything else, the food is inferior.
1: If we were doing our top five reasons why Christmas is better than Thanksgiving, that would be a solid point, but – that doesn't really work with. We should celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving because
0: the food's better. So celebrate. I, we it have ham or? at
1: Thanksgiving a lot.
0: Oh, y'all do? Okay,
1: uh, but we have both. I mean, I'll, okay. I, I, I won't. I will stipulate that ham is better than turkey. Yes. Um. Although honey baked ham does have turkey, honey baked turkey, and it's legit. Really, you can just get it by like some slices. Sometimes I, I highly
0: recommend it. Hey, that's redeeming. I, I'm reconsidering my position here on number three.
1: But that's can good. we all agree that the best part of those meals, both of them, if you can have it either way, is leftover rolls and leftover ham and turkey? Yes. And stuffing those in the rolls the next day Yeah. for like some mini sandwiches. Yes.
0: Leftover ham and a leftover roll is a glorious thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, quality. Yeah. It is quality. I give you that. You can man. connect with that. You, absolutely. I,
1: and, and, and full transparency, I'm not a fan of a lot of the Thanksgiving foods. Right. So, I'm not arguing that the food is better one way or the other. But, anyway. I got you. Okay. I got you. So, my number three. We'll go a little different direction here. So, number three. I love Christmas music and movies. Right. I do. But more than a month of them, I feel like really takes away from their magic and their impact. And they get tiresome fast. I can't even listen to normal radio stations during Christmas. Not that I do much of any time. I'm not a big, like, radio music. I either listen to music off my phone or podcast or... Like sports talk radio, right? But they play the same twenty twenty five songs for two months straight, and typically pick the worst versions of a lot of them. It's like we have to do this yeah. one because it was written in nineteen forty three, even though it sounds awful. <laughs> and it's like there are more Christmas songs than that, and there are better right. versions than that. Right. So like, I, I I add Christmas albums and and playlists to my phone after Thanksgiving, so that way I can can choose right. the best ones. Right, and then I remove them after. And again, I love it. I love to play Christmas songs. I love I love. Christmas season at church. You know, I'm excited right. for after Thanksgiving, we can start doing Advent Christmas songs, but I feel like if they're done for too long, they lose their strength. And wow. so, hmm. um, and, and then as far as movies, there have the ones I watch every year. Right. My goodness gracious. They're on all day, every day for a month <laughs> and a half. And I only really want to watch them like once, maybe twice. So with that said, what are, what are some of your most favorite Christmas movies? And,
0: Yes or no is Die Hard or Christmas Movie. Well, actually, I'm going to bring that up in my number five. Okay. I, I will That's address fine. that question in my number five because that, that relates. I actually have a sub list to my number five okay. in their list of TV shows. Then and I'll movies. hold off.
1: I'll share some of my favorites then. That would be, awesome. so be awesome. that one. That would be awesome. You can move on to your number four.
0: Okay. I'll just say, just say I think I don't get tired of Christmas movies or Christmas music. I love – I like Happy – it doesn't sound like it because of all the news I bring up is Unhappy – but I love happy music, music that's upbeat, fast, and Christmas music meets that for me. So I can listen to that all year round. Number four. Here's my number four. Um, Christmas has its own music, which has happiness to it. Now, there's musical, like, it, it's the upbeat, whatever that is. You're, you're musically educated. Like, it... it whatever it's up (laughs) things happen on the upbeat rather than the downbeat. I think that's what, what it's called. At least that's my ignorant translation of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it makes the whole atmosphere feel cheerful. And at least Christmas can add some cheer to the Thanksgiving season. I feel like the poor pilgrims were dying and the native Americans saved them. And there's this dum, dum, dum Thanksgiving Christmas is ha ha ha. And so therefore Christmas music makes me feel happy. And therefore, Christmas can help redeem some of the somber sobriety of the Thanksgiving season.
1: You're right. There are lots of happy themes. Grandma getting murdered by an animal, (laughs) um, childbirth. Pain and labor. Um, what are they? Yeah. You know, ha- getting teeth for Christmas instead of presents <laughs> or a hippopotamus in your living room. Like, that doesn't sound that terrible be, and like well, a nightmare. No.
0: That that would be, that's, that's, that's a horrible Christmas song, I have to admit. <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> so, Christmas song. Like, why would you want a hippopotamus for Christmas? And then
1: if you've ever seen the office episode of the 12 days of Christmas, giving oh. it them as gifts, that's, that's not very upbeat. No, no, Aaron it's not. Aaron wouldn't think
0: so. No, it's not. And, and and by the way, th- there's this there's this foreboding historically of Thanksgiving that all those Native Americans are going to help save these white European people, and it won't be too much longer To those white European people are pushing those poor natives west. It just feels bad. But that's okay. But before, go- that <laughs> before that, they felt For thankful.
1: Before that, they felt thankful. For being saved from the Atlantic
0: Ocean. Yeah, and absolutely. And in the name Atlanta. of Jesus, we're going to set up a colony here and then run you people off. So you go ahead and tell me how Thanksgiving is better.
1: but Christmas celebrates
0: Jesus. It does, which is why it's superior. (laughs) All righty, All right. Moving on. My number four,
1: don't rush into the busyness of Christmas season. Now, look, Mm. I'm a marketing guy. So I get why Walmart and other stores start decorating for Christmas and playing Christmas. music early getting everything out as soon as Halloween is over. But for individuals and families, why rush into that? Like we know the holidays are jam packed with events and shopping. So many things. I don't, get the need to rush into it. There's still plenty of time to decorate and get into that mood after Thanksgiving and still have a month to go. Still plenty of time to do that. Mm. Um, plus I don't, I feel like it's easy to get tired of Christmas decorations really early. If you put them up so early, even the other day, my seven year old daughter, we driving down the road and she's like, daddy, why are there snowflakes already on the telephone poles? Like she's like, it's not Christmas time yet. Mm. So she, even she gets it. We were and then. You know, I wanted to tell her it's because of sin and the fallen nature of man, but, <laughs> but I felt like that was too heavy a response for her age. So, yeah. you know, I just moved on. But yeah. uh, again, I, I, I want to be very clear. I love Christmas and I love all about Christmas. I just think we, if we wait and not rush into that, all that does is just bring anxiety mm. and we can wait. I mean, even like, even, well, I'll get to that on my next point, my last one, but we don't need to rush into that busy season. It's going to come itself and then we have still have plenty of time to enjoy it all
0: yeah poor addison i mean i feel like she's been culturally conditioned there that that, that smelled that smelled like that smelled like britney and chris really strong there it's like why are these snowflakes on the telephone poles and the, i would have said because people love god and they want you to love god too <laughs> that's so terrible what i apologize for that that's not true here's my number five my number five <clears throat> christmas has better movies and TV shows. I think Thanksgiving. The only thing Thanksgiving gets now is like the one Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown episode, and I think it's more like the Great Pumpkin. It's kind of think, and there is a pilgrimy Charlie Brown that that they show around Thanksgiving, and and that's about it, unless you count Hallmark movies. And now there's Great American Family, which is kind of Hallmark's kind of doing. They're kind of portraying alternative yeah, I can't get into those. and then there's the new the the American family like so it's the same thing but it's like more pro-family uh Candace Cameron is on that one now she's left Hallmark but anyway um so I think we're even skipping Thanksgiving on those they're all Christmas loves now I call them like whatever love it's whatever season of the year and wherever location it's like Rocky Mountain Christmas love they're all Christmas now so Thanksgiving doesn't even get decent Movies and TV shows. But Christmas, the TV shows and movies are absolutely out of this world. And I like watching them year-round. Now, I've got a list. If you want to give me your number five, I'll come back and we can compare some some lists. of Because uh, my first one is going to make people upset.
1: Okay, we can do that. Yeah, there's nothing more cheerful than Nakatomi
0: Plaza on Christmas Eve.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, my final number five is... And yeah, we'll come back to the movie thing and then I've got a, something to finish up with. So, it's best to enjoy a full season of thankfulness before the season of giving and getting. I think our giving is energized when we take time to fully feel thankful and to reflect upon our blessings and all that the Lord has given us and done for us. If we rush into Christmas right after Halloween, we really miss out on that time. So, and I think Thanksgiving is more than just a day of eating food. And and what's worse, like Black Friday now has become Black Thursday afternoon and it's like, <laughs> you know, I I ran out one one time we were visiting with Brittany's family for Thanksgiving and they forgot something at the store. So I ran to Walmart on Thanksgiving day because it's like the only place open to get, um, because they opened early to get something. Right. And there were people waiting in line like around the store for like TVs at like three or four in the afternoon for something that wasn't going to start for another like two hours. Like the sale was still like at least an hour, maybe two away. I forget how much, but I was like, that's become Thanksgiving now. And everywhere I feel like we're shortening that the day itself, not just the, but we're shortening the entire month of thankfulness. And I feel like if we really take time to savor that whole season of thankfulness. I think that energizes our desire to give as opposed to rushing into a season that culturally celebrates receiving more than it does giving.
0: That That's probably your best point. That's, that's why good. I put that one last. <clears throat> that's good. And, it's, and 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 I don't get to go anymore. I can't even counter. That's pretty solid, man. I, Kind of moved my heart. That stirred me a little bit. That's that's pretty good. You're welcome. We should give thanks. We should give thanks. Be thankful, people. So listen, I have this list of um, I have eleven. It's not ten, but it's eleven Christmas TV shows and movies. And the first one I put down just to make people mad um, because I know there's high debate around Nakatomi Plaza, but or whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But regardless of what you think, I put down Die Hard. We get Die Hard at Christmas. And Die Hard's awesome. There's a Christmas party going on, and whether or not that classifies it as a Christmas movie or not, I think it does. I like it so. And then there's Elf. Nobody thought Elf was going to be anything, and it's turned into a cult classic. Uh, I, oh my gosh, I love Elf. Like I don't even get me started, but I absolutely love Elf. Then there's A Christmas Story, which is classic. Bumpuses. So you've got you've got the dad overrated.
1: Man, I... Christmas story, overrated.
0: Like, I'm almost speechless. I can't can't believe you just said that. Like, that's horrible. And, okay. It is horrible. It is horrible. Miracle on 34th Street, I'm, I'm obligated to put it down, but I think that movie's overrated. But it's, you know, it's kind of a nice story, but I still think it's overrated. It's a Wonderful Life, great. Christmas classic. Jingle All the Way, which I think is an underrated. underrated. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a classic with Sinbad in there. It's the crazy post guy trying to get the. Who toys. said to quit my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> I not mean, love Arnold. Uh, Arnold is so great yeah. in that movie. It's really, really a, a, a good movie. The, the The superhero guy or the villain that Sinbad ends up playing <clears throat> as when he gets in the parade, his head, his headgear reminds me of Peyton Manning's head. And so (laughs) I can't help it. Can't help it. So, anyway. Tarmac. You could land a plane on that. I think you could. Home Alone, which is absolutely classic. Mm -hmm. Christmas Vacation. I mean, yes, absolutely. Christmas Vacation is uh, the end scene. Where's the Tylenol? That's awesome. Uh, And then uh, my last three are The Office Christmas. There's several, but my favorites are The Dwight Christmas. Where we learn about Bell Schnickel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's awesome. That's Cheer so off great. here. Bell Schnickel is here. <laughs> I judge your year to be impish. It's amazing. And and then the uh, Yankee Swap is <laughs> is amazing. Of oh, yeah. We always
1: called that um, White Elephant or Dirty Santa. Yeah, that's what we Yankee call swap, it. And yeah. They call
0: it Yankee Swap. And uh, that's incredible. And then the Seinfeld episode, The Strike, is a Christmas one where. <laughs> Where we learn about Festivus and the airing of grievances, that's so classic. I absolutely love it. A Festivus for, for the rest of us. I'll, I, can't, I can't think of those three without getting tickled, Turn over my tickle box. But we get that at Christmas, man. And and I would love a thanks, some good Thanksgiving flicks, but Christmas produces some funny for me.
1: It does. And before I get to some of mine, which you said some, Ironically, so you know, The Office one of my favorite shows, but Friends is also one of my favorite shows, and the Thanksgiving episodes of Friends are superior to the Christmas episodes of Friends. Are they? So I would okay. highly recommend watching some of those. They're usually on during Thanksgiving season. Okay, um, it's just, it's funny how like the that works, um, but yeah, I've I've got Die Hard. I could do it, think it's a Christmas movie. You know, I mean. He writes ho, 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 and blood on the dude's chest. Like, that's that doesn't get more Christmas. <laughs> so it's it's just, that's red. just a great movie. Right. Um, we won't do any more quotes because <laughs> you know, this is a yeah. theological podcast. Yes. Uh, Elf, I think. It was funny. My, so my wife doesn't even like Will Ferrell, but she loves Elf. My daughter loved. she calls it Big Elf, which Big I Elf. think is a classic. <laughs> um, awesome. I, I love The Grinch. I love – I mean, any of the versions. Jim Carrey was still my favorite, yeah. but I just – Anything Grinch related to time which is ironic because, you know, it's not really right. a happy thing. I mean, it is a happy story eventually, right. but I just, I think the marketing of the Grinch, I think the story, the Dr. Sue's story itself is very heartwarming and it's kind of like Christmas Carol in a way, story, kind of, I mean, yeah. it's kind of, it's a Scrooge sure. Grinch right. and then is redeemed in the end. Right. Um, and so I, I, I like Christmas Vacation. I, I'm i not a, one of the cult followers of it, I would say it's not my probably not even my favorite of the Lampoon vacation movies, but it's really good. Yeah, I I don't care for Christmas Story, uh, Home Alone is awesome. One you will like if you haven't seen it is The Night Before. Mm, okay, Christmas and Hollis makes it really it's, okay. It's not a an adult one, but it's got like every not a kids one. I got you. Okay, it's got Seth Rogen in it. Um, oh, Mac, Christmas uh, before? This, yeah, it's got um, what's Anthony Mackie? Okay. Um and um a few other folks. it's it, the night before. Okay, the night before the night before. Okay. R- hilarious. Okay. Um and the original Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Is, those, is I think it's underrated Christmas movie.
0: Those are I agree. Those are those are pretty amazing. So I like it. There was a new one we saw last year, and I don't think it was the first year it came out with Kurt Russell and uh Goldie Hawn.
1: I didn't see that one, but I've heard that's good.
0: It's really good. Kurt Russell makes a good a good Santa. So, um, Chris. You brought the guitar, and so I, I'm gonna. You get the last word, and so you, you're bringing out the big guns here. So,
1: you know, my, I, my last thought today is friends don't let friends celebrate Christmas early. And and to that point, I do have a song to share. Um, your little guitar in there. There we go. Um, so I I like parody writing. You know, I always if you want, some, you know, uh, Weird Al always great one. There's a great Christian parody group rock group called um, Apologetics with an X they're actually incredibly talented they do everything from like Bohemian Rhapsody Bethlehem in Rhapsody (laughs) which is about it's it's really good so if you want some good parody songs those are my two favorites but this is to the tune of um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas I read this at like 9 o'clock last night so bear with me if I have to like pause halfway through it's a lot of words in there at times I got you but um, this is called it's not time yet to celebrate Christmas (laughs) it's not time yet to celebrate christmas it's still too early thanksgiving's around the bend you can certainly wait until then still plenty of time to put up your christmas tree it's not time yet to celebrate christmas even though they do in stores but Walmart is not the king, so stop your decorating. Take the wreath off your door. <laughs> a feast of turkey and dressing and wonderful blessings and bellies are sure to be full. Family and friends, oh, the joy never ends, a time to be grateful. And teachers know this means there's only three weeks left of school. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> not time to deck the halls. Just wait a couple more weeks. We must know our priorities. First we gobble, then we welcome Claus. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. Jesus is coming soon. We'll sing of the newborn king, but first enjoy Thanksgiving. It's the right thing to do. Home Alone and McLean, Elf Lampoon and the gang might be on your TV. But first let's give thanks and not deplete our banks And spend time with our family On Black Friday you can spend away Then carols you will sing It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas So don't you even start But the last thing that I will say About these wonderful holidays Is give thanks in your heart Right within
0: your heart Everybody, Chris Hayes. <laughs> Woo! That was awesome. I I think you might have evangelized me there. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, you could, you'll be able to find that later on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me later. Absolutely.
0: But. Guys, that's legit. That's good. Let's let's make that song like a number one hit. Let's turn it into a cult classic. That was awesome, Chris. Well done. Hey guys, we really appreciate you listening to Theology in the Dirt. Uh, we had a little fun today, but I think you'll even find deep down in our fun, there's a deep buried reality that Jesus is King. And we want to give thanks over all those things. Love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love our neighbor as ourselves and have a little bit of fun doing it. Guys, we hope you have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. We'll see you next time.